24 hours a day, 7 days a week. A new way of radio and the beginning of a new talent. Moncoradio.com, where music and minds meet. right kiss army you wanted the best and you got the best i'm matt porter broadcasting live on monco radio from montgomery county community college here in bluebell pa i am in the super secret radio station beneath the advanced technology center you mean underground yeah way underground and we are broadcasting live okay look it's three o'clock here it could be prime time, drive time, breakfast time. I don't know what time it is you're listening to this, but any time is a good time for some rock and roll. Army, do I have your attention now? Now, look, 
I'm going to start the show here, you know, and I, it's funny because, um, first of all, welcome Bobby Dreyer. Yeah! Michael Cavaccini. Hey, everyone. I can't top Bobby's energy, right? <laughs> right. right. He's always follow. shot out of a cannon. But now, look, here's the funny thing. When I was just saying that intro, the, th the reason why I did it that exact way is because today is the kickoff of the 12th season of The Kiss Room. Yes! And that is the exact same script that I used on June 22nd, 2012. With wow. that... You know, with that bit where I said way underground, you got to time it just right and hit it. So I want to start off really by kind of celebrating the fact that it is the start of the 12th season of the Kiss Room. So I will be a little bit self-indulgent, which is a big word like gymnasium. And I want to celebrate the fact that, you know, it really does mark the start of the 12th season. But also, um, I really want to use this this time to kind of also do a little, little of looking back. Okay, now here's the funny thing. This studio didn't even exist yet in 2012 when, when we did the first Kiss Room. So what was here right now this, where we're sitting? Now, for those of you that don't know, of course, we're broadcasting, as I said, right in the intro from Montgomery County Community College. Bluebell PA, we're in the Advanced Technology Center. So someday when they make a historic landmark, you can come take your picture down here next to um, the, the Advanced Technology Center. The bronze statue of Matt Porter. If they put a statue of me up, I got to match <laughs> all those lottery numbers. But the uh, this was actually, believe it or not, when this building was new, this building was, we broke ground in 2005. This building came up out of the ground in 2007. Okay, and the space that we're in right now was actually the digital gallery. And these monitors that are hanging above our heads that we can use now for looking at the social media, the idea was you were going to come into this room with your cup of coffee that you got across the hall at the uh, coffee bar, and you were going to sip your coffee while you were looking at digital art. Okay. Nobody ever used it because a year later they built the you know the fine arts center that Art Barn became the digital you know the fine arts center. It's beautiful. They tripled their space. They have a beautiful gallery, everything like that. A lot of Montco history here. But really, here's the funny thing: was so then it, we we actually came into here. So you figure I'm down the hall in a small little booth in 2012 mm -hmm. when I have the first ever broadcast of what was officially known as the kiss room that was you know i had done little kiss specials before and if you listened last month to the may issue of the kiss room i talked all about how you know of course anybody if you're not under a rock you know the story of you know kiss was supposed to come here blah 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 listen to the may issue of the kiss room but the uh, but here's the thing that really um as i was as i was going through thinking about this show it also one of the things that was really on my mind i was thinking of the first guest ever on the Kiss Room, which is my friend Frank Hagen, creator of the Kiss Mask fanzine. Now, of course, if you listen last month, I think we said it. Frank just recently passed away, uh, you know, and it really was shocking to me because it's somebody I was friends with since the 80s, was a huge Kiss fan. That's how I met him, you know, and, and one of the themes as I was kind of looking at things to talk about today was how many people that I've met really just specifically by being a KISS fan. It's that common interest that, you know, really has pulled it together. Duh! Really, like when you walked into my office and I had the giant KISS poster on my wall. And first of all, says, well, why do you have a KISS poster on your wall at work? And it's like, well, because KISS was supposed to play here. And, you know, the, uh, and I think that's the funny thing is that really, you know, it's something that kind of ties the KISS room together. But as I was going through, I actually listened. And here's the thing. If you go to podkiss.com, Thank you to Ken Mills, Gary Schaller, of course, the, the two that really the longest running kind of host of the Kiss Room. You know that, the podfather, of course, Ken Mills. And there's an archive of every Kiss Room 
on the podcast. If you go to podcast.com, I only have a certain amount of storage on my Podomatic, which usually covers about a year or so of shows, but you can get them all on podcast.com, including that first ever issue of the Kiss Room, the first ever broadcast. And it's funny because we didn't have nearly as nice of a studio. The equipment wasn't so nice. I I really, I listen back. I talk a lot faster even. If you go back and listen, I'm like shot out of a cannon. I think that's where it comes from. I'm like really blabbering. But this was really, you know, something that I, I thought this was great. And my first guest on The Kiss Room is Frank Hagen. And joining me in the studio is Frank Hagen, creator of the Kiss Mask fanzine. I know Frank for a long time, back when that was a print magazine. Um, so, Frank, welcome to the Kiss Room. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Hello, Kiss Army. So what we want to know, now obviously fanzines are everywhere today with the internet. You can create a, a website pretty easily. Talk right. a little bit about the beginning of Kiss Mask when it was in kind its of a infancy? pen and paper, yeah, yeah, like an ink and paper kind it, of a thing. It was. It was kind of kind of like a mom and pop thing. Um, you know, I saw this, this one fanzine called Kiss Fire, and it was done by a friend of mine, and I tried to join the staff. And they were t totally booked up. And so a friend of mine said, why don't you create your own? So I did. And we used Kiss Fire as a template. And uh, it kind of went on f from that. Um, it, it, was, it was a really fun experience doing that. Now, I know over the years, back then... They actually used to give us press passes because yes. we did fanzines. Yes. I can think of a couple times being able to go backstage. Now it's $1,000. Before it was, you really had to kind of put your blood, sweat, and tears into doing these things. They were copy and paste. If you ever read now, I think you might be on this, page 78 or which what page is it of that Kiss fanzine book they did. One of the themes of most of those stories in the early days seemed to be, I had a job in a print shop or I worked in a printing press. And uh, How were you involved in that at the well, time? Well, I... I I worked for a printing company at the time, so I knew some knowledge and I knew how to put things together and and be creative. And um, you know, we started it in 1987, and I think we finished up in 1995. And uh, Eric Carr was a great supporter, first right off the bat, and uh, even Gene Gene Simmons was a was a you know what? I, I remember, it's funny, going back to, it was Hot in the Shade Tour, and we're backstage at the Spectrum, and you had gotten us all back there, really, on Kiss Mask Passes, and here's how cool Paul Stanley was. Now, at this point, so now I got to meet Eric Carr and Bruce Kulick, and here comes Paul Stanley, and of course, it's it's. I think it was the first time I'd ever met Paul, but I started the blabbering out, you know how oh, I do this artwork for this fanzine and blah, 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 and he says, oh yeah, Kiss Mask, I know that when I saw the one today with our pictures, and... Well, sure, they all have his pictures, but he made it seem like he knew exactly what I was talking about, and I really appreciated that. Well, you know what? He he, he obviously did know what you were talking about, because um, when he did a solo tour in Trenton, um, after the show, we kind of went up to the bus, and Paul was coming up, coming out, and I was just handing him copies. Here, Paul, here's the new Kiss fanzine, Kiss Mask. I hope you love it. And he got on the bus. He said, thank you. Got on the bus. And he handed them out to every member of the band, including uh, Eric Singer and his crew. And I was just out of my mind about it. 
it, it was thrilling. That's fantastic. I, I think that kind of thing. Now, I have somewhere in, in a Kiss Mask flyer autographed by Eric Carr. It's yes. like you said, somebody was giving him out. I guess probably you were probably handing out the flyers, and somewhere along the line, a meet and greet, something. Eric signed it. Somebody mailed that back to us. I think that's pretty cool. But now the nice thing is, for any of you out there listening, go dig into your collection. Those of you that are longtime fans, you might even have copies of Kiss Mask in your collections. I know I was talking to a friend of mine, Andy. Andy is a super fan. You know him. He's from Massachusetts, and he actually posted pictures, said, I have those Kiss Masks, because I told him Frank was coming on the show. So go back into your collections, find those copies. Now, you're also online. We're going to talk about that in a second, but let's pick a new song. We're going to hop into something in the Philly area. What are we thinking about today? The heat. And it is hotter than hell on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
All right, look, Kiss Army, if I don't have your attention now, what a way to kick off the show. And you heard that's Frank. Now, that's funny because I was going through. That's the first ever issue of the Kiss Room. If you're just tuning in, uh, what I'm kind of celebrating is the fact that it's the start of the 12th season. But I'm also honoring my friend Frank Hagen, who just passed away not that long ago. We were talking about that Hot in the Shade tour. That is all the way back the Philadelphia Spectrum. For those mm. of you, yeah. you know, who think about Philadelphia, you can think of the Spectrum. That was June 26, 1990, and that's the first time that I really ever really had met them. It was, uh, you know, pretty incredible. And uh, the uh, so, and, and if you heard, if you were listening to that clip real close, I mentioned Super Fan Andy, who would later become, you know, a pretty regular caller because he was doing Super Fan Andy's Kiss Cruise commentary on Kiss Cruise One. So that goes way back, gives you a little bit of history with that. And uh, back, I mean, that was really the thing. Back in the early days of the Kiss Room, we didn't even really talk that much. It was mostly, I just played a lot of music, and it was whoever was in my phone. Like, hey, this song's for Bob Brodsky, and, you know, I know he's listening, and I'd play a song, and people would just text me what they wanted to hear. I guess Facebook, I probably, I guess I did have Facebook at that point. I know I stayed at MySpace way too long, but I'm pretty sure by the time I started the Kiss Room, I was I was on Facebook at that point. The... Um, but it was it was really funny how we would just be playing playing songs. I mean, it was just like uh, that's what the kiss room kind of was. I really hadn't figured out this whole idea, you know, of of having you know people in the studio. That's all it really was was just me playing songs. So, and now we that so that was really Frank was the first ever guest, and that was from that first issue of the kiss room, June twenty second, two thousand twelve. Another guest joining us right now, the powerful and attractive oh, Anthony Porter from Three Chord Money. Anthony, how are you? Exciting and I am doing great. I'm happy to see you. Congratulations on starting the 12th season. Woo! I was listening to my car on the way over. I loved Bobby's show earlier. <laughs> I hope everyone was listening to that. Just happy to be here. You yeah. Know. You know, we're hyped up. I mean, and that's really the thing is that it's... it's Nobody's that hyped up, and I say that with love. But you know, what's funny is the <laughs> fact that when it comes down to it is my original intention was always just to usually I'd sneak in, and it wasn't always the second Friday. Sometimes it would be we would kind of rotate around. We had what was called the Friday Party Pack, and it was a different show kind of every Friday. And it was just because I only, I really only wanted to do like one, you know, because I didn't really want to take a lot of time from the students, you know. But it was always shout out to Elena's Grunge Garage. Grunge Garage was party pack. Uh, Smooth Jazz and Silky Soul, which is Tanya B. That will be coming back to the Friday Party Pack. First Fridays of every month. You can tune in at 3 o'clock and get a little bit of her smooth operator, Tanya B, on Monaco Radio. So that's great fun. But that was the thing. We used to play a lot of songs, songs something like this. And look, it's getting hot out. And you ladies out there, you Paul Stanley's got advice got for you.
Co Radio. You are in the Kiss Room. We're here with Frank Hagen. Now, just so everybody that's listening, in case anybody who's a higher up here where I'm broadcasting from, which is Montgomery County Community College, he's saying, I just wanted to f- f- forget you, okay? Just so we're clear. Now, to be clear, I'm going to toss this over to Frank, and he's going to try and come up with what is your favorite story over the years you have met everyone in KISS. And the reason why I'm segueing it that way, I need to have a clean story, one that you can tell on the air. <laughs> so, what do you think? You've met everybody. i met everybody. Share your favorite KISS story. Oh, I, I, one of them that I can say on the air is um, just kicking back with Eric Carr at the bar having some Long Island iced teas and talking about the new record and what's going on with the band. and What year is that? That was 1990. It was the Hot in the Shade tour. Wow. And, you know, he was an incredible human being. One of the nicest guys i ever met in the business. Fantastic. Now, I know that there's another story you want to tell. You weren't sure if you could tell it, that you had met Paul and, let's see, your mom. Oh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're going, wait. Frank's mom and Paul in the way. Wait. Um, all right. It was Lick It Up Tour. Kiss were playing Philadelphia the Tower. And they did an in-store at the Cherry Hill Mall early in the day. Now, my parents somehow got over there and met me there. And um, the limos pulled up as the old black Cadillac limos back in the day. And uh, it really started to get a little crazy with the fans. So I bear-hugged my mom. So she wouldn't get. She was little, a little woman. I bear hugged her, and as the band was passing through, she grabbed Paul Stanley's butt, <laughs> and Paul turned around and looked at me and smiled, and I said, "It wasn't me," and I pointed down to my mom, <laughs> and he smiled, and I talked about that with him years later, and he's like, "I remember that. I remember that." <laughs> so there, there's another clip from that very first ever. Issue of the Kiss Room. Now, look here. I'm going to play this, and i got to bring the volume up a little bit. The funny thing was, at one point, we are trying. We keep teasing, kind of like I was, like I do now. Coming up, we'll have this or that or the other. But I kept saying, we're going to play an interview that Frank had done with Ace. But we're playing it right off Frank's micro cassette recorder. The problem is it wasn't working. This clip is about two seconds, but you can hear um, somebody in the back already. Let's see here. Dad. Dad. Dad, it's 401. Dad, this should be done. It's not working. <laughs> so now look, here's the funniest thing, right? Yeah, let me open up the mics here. The uh, it, it was 401, and she says it's 401. That is my daughter Madison, who was with me on the first ever broadcast of the Kiss Room. And we're like I said, we're trying to play something off the micro cassette recorder. It's not working. So you can hear her saying that she was probably like seven or something. And we used to, I used to have her come down all the time. If you listen to Mako Radio, you hear uh, you know PSAs and things like that. You know where she's doing "Don't Smoke" and things. We used to have a lot of fun with radio and uh, Madison's music explosion. Madison's music. Um, dance party. Dance party. Uh, there was Mads music. Was the one year, Maddie? We. I really want you to come back and do another show at some point. If you're listening, let's do that this summer. So, so that was really something. I mean, that was one of those funniest things that, like, you know. And that's if, like I said, if you go back and you listen to the first ever issue of the Kiss Room, that's kind of what we're celebrating. Is June twenty second, two thousand twelve, was the first one, and podcasts really kind of weren't like so much of a thing at the time. Like two thousand twelve, obviously, podcast was around, and Cassius 
Creatures in the Net. Cassius Morris, of course, when you think about that, he was about a year in, and he was about 10 years old, wow. which now he's a superstar. You know, you see Cassius, and you talk about watching a kid grow up. You know, I'm always really proud of Cassius because he's very good at what he does, and he's got superstar written all over him. But that's, that's the early days of the Kiss Room was, you know, I was – just getting started but there weren't like now that like i think everybody you know it's like anybody if you ever watched only murders in the building and you know their thing is that they want to have a podcast right and it turns out everyone they meet has a podcast and if you've never watched that this doesn't give anything away but it's martin short it's steve martin so of course two of the comedy geniuses of the ever and selena gomez and they're talking to selena gomez and she's talking her mom's yelling at her so i thought you stopped that stupid podcast and selena gomez is like well, I don't even do the podcast anymore, Mom. And Martin Short turns and says, tell that to our 17 subscribers. <laughs> and he does, he does that Martin Short face, right? Steve Martin turns and says, 17 subscribers, is that good? <laughs> and they're all like, no. And you know what? I ha I'll give a shout out to my wife. We had to pause the show i literally fell onto the floor laughing i was like this is my whole life everybody i know has a podcast and everybody wants the most listeners and i swear i couldn't stop laughing it was one of the funniest things and it relates back to all this you know just this doing these kind of things you know and and, uh, and, and but then really this leads us to our next couple clips because on the second ever issue of the Kiss Room, and again, like I said, I wasn't really going to start out doing much more than just kind of playing music to entertain the masses on a Friday. That was about what it is. And Frank says to me, what if Bruce Kulick called in? I'm like, what? You know, he's like, yeah, I know him. I could get him to call in. And so the second issue ever of the Kiss Room was July 27th, 2012, I pulled a couple of these clips. It, there's a much longer interview. I mean, and it's kind of, you know, very indicative, of, I think, of where social media was and things like that, that this was an outlet. He got Bruce to call in, and Bruce told us amazing stories. And this is how the interview starts right here. Coming up on the phone right now, none other than Bruce Kulik himself. And I'm going to turn the microphone over to you, Frank. You've interviewed Bruce before. Fantastic. And I'm going to let you interview him now on our phone right now, Mr. Bruce Kulik. Hey, Bruce. Welcome to the Kiss Room. Hey, thanks for having me. How's it going? It's going well. It's going well. Uh, what have you been up to? Well, uh, you know, summertime is certainly um, when Grand Funk has got gigs every weekend. Um and, you know, some people think that uh, we go on tour, like, with the bus and, you know, leave for months. But it, it's just these dates that we fly out to on the weekend. Sometimes we have a Friday and a Saturday show or a Saturday-Sunday show. But and they're all like casinos or, or festival dates or county right. fair things. And, um, you know, I love playing with the band. It's my 12th year now. And uh, it's kind of nice, too, because I'm able to be home and uh, during the week. But I've been, you know, obviously busy with that, and um, I just put out a limited edition of my uh, first solo record, Audio Dog. Uh, sadly, a couple months ago, my dog that was with me um, nearly 15 years passed away. He was almost 17. I heard and, that. Uh, yeah, Sorry to hear and, that, Bruce. Yeah, uh, thanks. I mean, and anyone, even if you're not a pet lover, uh, you know, understands the bond that uh, yep. owners have with their, especially the dogs, even though I have some people that are like, 
as crazy about their cats as a dog. But let's face it, the dog you gotta get him out. You gotta walk him. You gotta right. you know you know you know uh, he's gonna go drive him with you, uh, and, and and he can go just about anywhere with you. I never took him on the road. People used to ask. But uh, will you have Joe with you? You know what I mean. I'm like, yeah. oh, excuse me. I'm not going to torture him with a with with a, a gig in 95 degrees, you know, outside in in, in you know in Indiana. All right, come on. But anyway, he, he had a great life, and ironically, uh, the first record, which was kind of named after him, the whole idea of uh, um, Audio Dog came up with. Um, I love music and audio, of course, and uh, and then all of a sudden I had a dog in my life. I didn't go to an adoption place to find a dog. He kind of just walked up to me one day. Uh, he was kind of on a trek from wherever he lived across the street, and it turned out that the uh, adoption place said, uh, you, you know, not to return him once I reported him and all, and I started to bond with him because he got out a couple of times from these, this, this owner's home, you know what I mean? Right. So it was kind of meant to be that I'd be with him, and there he was, you know, in the studio, and, and there he was, my, my, my best friend, you know. Right. So, um...
that's a kick-ass track off Audio Dog yeah. from Bruce Kulick at the time. So now look, again, those these clips that you're hearing are from July 27th, 2012. So it was super interesting. I mean, if you go back, like I said, you can listen to the whole thing. But even this one, this clip, which I pulled, because in history, Bruce is really talking about what was the status of the band around Carnival of Souls, around the making of Carnival of Souls, yep. an era that people, you know, kind of are divided on. Like Kiss, you know, this is maybe different. So it was a really interesting time for Kiss, and this was a really telling kind of a clip. So here's Frank Hagen. Again, we're paying tribute to Frank. We're uh, celebrating the history of the Kiss Room, and you're listening to the Kiss Room right here. Now, I entered interviewed you in 1995 it was before the, the official kiss convention tour mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you were very adamant and very adamant about finishing carnival of souls was the band kind of dragging its feet in recording well, yeah, that and, album and, because you and, right i'll well, never story, forget that yeah the story was unbeknownst to me or even eric singer the MTV Unplugged um, was pushing um, a reunion tour. You know what I mean? They, they were actually kind of being discussed at the same time, and I was unaware of that. Right. Okay? So in, 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 in no short term, uh, I mean, what I, I think their, their like, direction and their focus, Gene and Paul, were the potential of this reunion tour. And so that put kind of like this recording commitment, which they already made with the record company, um, on the back burner. And I remember one time having a conversation with Gene, uh, when are we recording? You know what I mean? Because it right. seemed very unlike them. And, and Gene got on the horn and, and booked a studio, and then we were recording. You know, and I'm not saying that the record started because of me, but I think I kind of reminded them, all right, I'm not in on the fact that they're trying to get a contract out of Peter and Ace, you right. know what I'm saying? And that next year could be a reunion tour. Right. But how smart is it for them as businessmen to go like, those guys are wild cards. We don't know if they're ever going to agree to what we're trying to figure out here, right? In the meantime, we have a functioning band. Right. So we better get to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I really think the record was done out of the commitment and the threat of making sure that Ace and Peter didn't think they had them over a barrel. Right. And that always made sense to me.
Now, look, is there anybody out there, is Carnival of Souls your favorite album? You know, I don't know. It's funny. Actually, I do know someone who loves Anthony Lauro. There you go. Love the Ant-Man, sure. Carnival of Souls. And he would have loved to have seen that continue and say, like, what would they do next? It's an interesting thought because now that's the funny thing. It leads us into this next clip because this is really the clip that kind of put the Kiss Room on the map. Okay? Because when you think about it, and we were even kind of talking about this as we were jamming out to that song, was podcasting and social media and things like that. A lot of celebrities, I don't think, had really kind of moved into like you didn't they, i don't think they had social media really at the time because like this next story that bruce tells to frank bruce would probably share it on his own facebook now i don't think he'd call in and tell us this you know what i mean like but this is the clip that like right away every group took the quotes that you're going to hear and and ran with it it was big kiss news at the time like i said take your mind back July 27th, 2012. If you had been asked to rejoin Kiss after Ace left, would you have worn his makeup? You know, I'm kind of glad I, I didn't have to make that decision. As a gig, I mean, it would I miss being in Kiss, and it would be right. fun to be, you know, playing for these huge crowds and, 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 and doing all the exciting things that Kiss does. But I do feel I'd be pooping on my 12 years, you know what I mean? Right. And, um, and for that, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, like, okay about it, you know? Clearly, um, Tommy was the right choice if they really wanted an ace kind of clone, if you get what I'm saying. I'm not, and right. no disrespect to Tommy, because... No, 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 it is what it is, way. Bruce. Yeah, and the guy absolutely um, knows Ace's riffs like more like Ace than I care to know them. You know, right. I don't feel like I, and I don't think I ever raped his solos. I think I represented them pretty well. But you get what I mean. Yeah, but so you have I, your own I, feel. You, know, you have yeah, exactly. And I miss being in the band, but I I have no regrets about becoming Ace in the band. And it was a little nerve wracking when I knew that Ace was causing major problems. At right. one point, I was getting a little like kind of like, oh boy, what happens if they ask? I got this big gig with. Grand Funk, all right, yeah, Kiss could probably bring me more money and everything, but I'd be in makeup. And then my other bad thought was the fact that they had Eric, and then they put Peter back in the seat. Right. And then what, you know, I mean, so like, what do I do? I, I leave Grand Funk, which obviously it, it proved to me recently that, hey, now I've been in my 12th year with them. You know what I mean? That's great. Right. You, know? Um, you know, but what would happen? And then Ace gets, you know, his his um, relationship healthy again goes back in the band you know in fact i can tell you i don't know this is a fact but i am sure that he's tried to get back in the band again recently okay right and they've just reached reached that point where it's just like no not worth it not fact, worth I it think. now look that was the quote that really you know where he actually said you know, I don't know this as a fact, but I'm sure that he's tried to get back into the band recently talking about Ace. And that was the one that really everybody was like, what's going on? You know what I mean? So it was, so look, just some fun stuff, a way of remembering the early days of the Kiss Room, but also remembering my friend Frank Hagen, who recently passed away. Um, the one story that I also want to share in this, I don't have a recording or anything of that, but it was October 11th, 2012. We got to go to the Serious Town Hall meeting in New York, and it was and Frank was one of the winners of the You Could Ask 
kiss a question. Winner, winner, chicken, chicken dinner. dinner. Winner, winner. <laughs> Call back to some kiss. There you go. Anybody that's a long-time listener knows what that means. But the funny thing was, so we got to go to Sirius, and we got to meet the band. We got to, like, they gave us, you know, we were in that. You get a photo. You're walking up on them in the costumes and the makeup, which I don't care of any age. That still is a thrill when they're towering over you it's in the pretty makeup. pretty intimidating, yeah. It's the greatest. And everybody gives you a fist bump. And they were in a hurry because they had to get on the air at a certain time. But we still, they got everybody that was in that line got a photo and an autographed CD and a whole pack of serious stuff. It was unbelievable. Um, I think Craig Cohen and his brother was there. Craig was one of my admins in the Kiss Room. Shout out, Craig. Um, the band was really promoting Monster. And the thing I remember was even during the breaks, Paul would air guitar and, and you know, like they were sitting, but clearly he was into what they were doing. He, You could tell he was energized by Monster. Uh, it was a super fun time. And it broadcast out... You know, obviously it was on Sirius, so that was super fun. But the thing that was really incredible was, um, you know, Sirius is on 1221 6th Avenue, and the American Girl Doll Store <laughs> is just blocks away at 75 Rockefeller Plaza. Now, my younger daughter, Madison at the time, American Girl Dolls were life. That was everything that she cared about. So it was, you know, you're not coming back without something from the American Girl Doll store. So after we get out of Sirius, we go walking over. And of course, I'm in the Sirius area. I'm in the American Girl Doll store, and I'm the only guy. And there's all these, oh, look, it's beautiful. I love it. This is, oh, this dress for your doll. It will be so great. And it was just like, you know, and I'm surrounded. And of course, you know, the, you want to try and find that exclusive thing. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> that, 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 like, you know, that I can come back with and say, I, you know, I brought you the exclusive Malibu things. Malibu has a hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. So the funny thing is I'm in there and, I le and I'm looking out the window and Frank's outside the window and he's pointing at me and laughing like, you know, it was really comical. And of course I leave. I have to walk home through, you know, to New York to the train <laughs> with a big red American Girl doll bag. So it was like, I don't know why they couldn't give you like a, uh, like a bag that says I'm an American Girl doll dad of a daughter so i'm like give me a just give me a regular bag a I, think, I think at, at that like... time everybody on earth knew if you had a big american girl bag you were a dad but it wasn't for your own collection they should have had a kiss dress for the American yeah. Girl. You know, how come, right? They didn't have a kiss outfit. So they, they really had they, they had missed their opportunity, you know, on that. But it was fun because that's what they were promoting at the time was really monster. And it's kind of like what we're doing now. We're just promoting kiss. We're talking about kiss. We're thinking about kiss. We're having the most fun time Woo. ever.
right. Kiss talk, kiss tunes. That's what this has always been about. Yeah. So, yep. so look, everybody, I want to just, uh, that really is a shout out to uh, Frank that I really wanted to, uh, yeah. you know, remember him, remember those early days of the kiss room. It was early days of podcasting. You know, when you think about that, you know, something like that, that was, if you go back and listen to that July issue of the kiss room, that's like a, like, I think it's about a 45 minute interview with Bruce. I mean, to get something like that. It was really like, I felt like it was a really big deal. You know, now everybody does every, you know, everybody has a podcast. Everybody's on a podcast. But I don't know, it felt big. Maybe I'm just kind of uh, blowing my own horn. But I that's agree. Bobby's show, I think but... it was big at the time. Yeah. Everyone didn't have a yeah. podcast. And I know it got spread on the media. Right. Uh, on web pages. Oh, Absolutely. it's on such, such a web page. Yeah. Printed. His, like a transcript. This is what Bruce said. So, so yeah, it was, was big. Fun, Don't yeah. dog yourself on that. That was a big deal. <laughs> so look, I'm really proud of that. Shout out to all those OG people that I mentioned that were podcasters before podcasting was kind of a thing. You know, I'm always kind of proud of that. So uh, as you, know, you should be. And look, it was fun to fun to go down the memory lane. You know, the also I want to give a shout out. I mean, the uh, Anthony Russo, the original ace of Alive '75, he passed yeah. away. And uh, I was going back trying to find some clips. He was here. He didn't really talk a lot when he was on the air with us. But, uh, you know, so shout out to him and hugs to all his family as well. Um, you know, Anthony Russo. So it's, uh, you know, another good one gone. But the, and we had a lot of fun with the Live 75 here in the studio yeah. and, you know, tr the shows and everything like that. I mean, it's really, it's incredible. Um, so look, before we head to the top of the hour, I, I've been kind of teasing this is I want to have the world broadcast premiere. An exclusive. An exclusive. An, see, I love when you do that. The, uh, it's the world premiere from Blitz, okay? Now, anybody that listens to uh, The Kiss Room, you're familiar with Blitz. I've had them on the show. I've played their music. I, you know, I, I really uh, I feel like I brought a lot of their stuff to uh, my listeners here. I'm really proud of that. Of course, Blitz is Kevin Simpson, Stuart Corden, and Matthew Davis. And this song is called Breakneck. It's actually the first single off their new album. The album won't be out probably till the end of like the summer, I think late August, early September. So those of you that are on the air with me right now, and I know that's you because I can see you through the internet. Yeah. Here's the great thing is the fact when it comes down to it, this is the first time that this has been played over the air, certainly by an American broadcaster such as myself, because they are in Nottingham in the UK. I love these guys. People crank this
Look, that is Blitz Breakneck. I'll tell you. Now, look, if that didn't get you to air guitar and point at the imaginary cameras around, you know, just like you, like I do, I don't know. People check your pulse because now, look, of course, that's a new single. It's the first time you're going to hear that. I want you to go to Blitz. B-L-I-T-Z, UK.bandcamp.com. You can get all their old stuff, but that new album will be coming soon. They just laid out a new video a couple hours ago. If you find them on Facebook, you can find them. Uh, I will share the link to that later, but I love that. Now, here's the funny thing. One of the themes of this entire show has been how KISS has brought people together. People that I know like everybody that's listening, like Bobby, like Frank, who was just a great friend through so many years, Michael Cavaccini, we met, I don't know, really kind of wrestling, too. But the, uh, you know, Kiss, the first time I met you was Ace Frehley's show at the Keswick. But Kev and Matt and Stu, which are Blitz, are all the way, like I said, all the way over in the UK. But here's the thing. Stu sent me this note. He says, both me and Kev are off to Birmingham tonight to see Kiss. As usual, this will mean meeting up with old friends in the Kiss Army, a massive part of all of our lives and we'll be thinking of you while we're singing rock and roll all night and catching my last handful of Kiss confetti. Thanks for being there, mate. Kiss brought us all together. Okay, now look, when you roll that phrase around in your head, Kiss brought us all together. It's it's bigger than everybody. And I think, I mean, I can't say it enough. It, the people that I've met, the fun that we've had, look, you just got the new single, Breakneck from Blitz, if that didn't start your weekend right off, I don't know what else to do, people. Because look, we're headed to the top of the hour. We have no nothing better. Whoop whoop. We got you know. Look at Bobby with the whoop whoop. Echo the fool. Okay, look, Kiss Room House Band again. Deep cuts, deep cuts. If you want to hear deep cuts, Steve, you know I'm going to say it. If you don't listen to the Kiss Room and you want to hear deep cuts by a band live, you're a poser, and you're in the Kiss Room. Bringing it back. <laughs> Radio music and my speed. allowed to smoke in the kiss room hi everybody it's gene simmons you're listening to the kiss room on montco radio but you knew that you wanted the best and you got it the hottest man in the land matt porter I said you'll have fun and I won't disappoint you. Scott just said, you know, you have Twizzlers in your ears. Anybody, if you're not excited by that, you know, whether it was all those clips that we played or whether it was, you know, all the tunes that we've been listening to, we're just having the best time ever. That's what we do on a Kiss Room Friday. There's nothing like it. Wake up your friends. Wake up your neighbors. Your boss just called and said, you can put your feet up on the desk. Stop what you're doing. It's a no meeting Friday because we've got the Kiss Room house band, Frank Galanti, Jerry Lee Watkins, two of the most talented people that I know. Here's some deep cuts performed live by the Kiss Room house band right here on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. In studio with the Kiss Room house band. Now here's your host, Frank Galanti. 
Hey, KISS fans. It's June, and the KISS room is heating up for summer. If you're on the East Coast right now, the smoke from Canadian wildfires has blanketed the sky. Time to turn to an infamous track from Hot in the Shade. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Keep your log in a fireplace.
Creatures of the Night is the 10th studio album by Kiss, released in 1982. It was the band's last for Casablanca Records. Recorded in Los Angeles Angeles. and New York City, City. Paul and Gene hooked up with a solid production team to produce the band's return to its heavy rock roots. Here's a great track written by Paul and Adam Mitchell. Here's Keep Me Coming.
Kiss Alive 2 is the second live album by Kiss, released on October 14, 1977. The album is one of the best-selling in the Kiss discography, being the band's first to be certified double platinum. With only three studio P's to draw from, the band rounded out the four-disc set, with four new tracks recorded live without an audience at the Capitol Theater in Passaic, New Jersey. New Jersey! And overdub and mixed at Electric Lady Studios in New York City. New York City! Here's Kiss's cover of the Dave Clark Fives, Any Way You Want It. Any way you want it, you can call me any day. Hey, hey, hey! Any way you want it, you will always hear me say. Hey, hey, hey! It's alright, it's alright, it's alright, it's alright, it's alright, it's alright, so anyway you want it, that's the way it will be. You don't want money, you don't want a diamond ring. Hey, hey, hey. You say you want my loving more than any other thing. Hey, hey, hey. It's alright, 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 first album to feature lead guitarist Bruce Kulick as an official band member. The album cover depicts the four band members with colors mirroring the 1978 solo releases. The album was certified gold in November 1985 and featured several MTV-friendly tracks including Who Wants to Be Lonely, Tears Are Falling, and this track from Paul and Desmond Child, Ugh, All Night. Everywhere around the world Everybody 
Sessions is the 17th studio album by Kiss. Released in 1997, it is the band's final album with lead guitarist Bruce Kulick and the last LP with the unmasked lineup. There was no accompanying tour to support the album, and none of the songs on Carnival Souls have ever been performed live by Kiss. This LP is often seen through the eyes of the elder as a radical departure from the Kiss norm. You either love it or hate it. Say 
Thanks for tuning in to our segment. Check out this in our incredible collection of KISS covers by searching the KISS Room House Band on YouTube and Rumble. Now, back to Matt. Thanks, Fran. I'll tell you, Jerry Lee Watkins, Fran Galanti, those guys, the KISS Room House Band, amazing. You know, look, if you're inside, outside, wherever you may be, whatever time of day it is, if you crank that up, boy, does that feel good or what? That's some great songs. Those uh, guys great. are super talented. Those guys are fantastic. So, look, here we are. We're running into the last bit of the Kiss Room. Um, obviously, now it's funny. A lot of people on social media, they hate when you use the at everyone tag. It says, Matt Porter has mentioned you and others. But yeah. everybody gets, I think they get a little disappointed that they're not getting, you know, like a shout out. But I use the at everyone tag and i got more shares than ever which i'm so thrilled and i have my special guest shout out reader anthony porter will be giving us those shout outs right now these are all the people that shared the link to the kiss room and every time i come it's a little longer this is the length of a phone book i'm going to read them all as as excitedly as i can i want to start with steve javorski my buddy out in pittsburgh who was psyched that i was on the show today he's my buddy and i'll hopefully see you soon now, I'm going to run through this list. I want to start with Eric and Judy Wisniewski from the Electric Crush. DJs, Punk, and Judy. And look, if yes. you're listening to me via like the TuneIn app or the Radio Garden app or whatever, you can listen to Punk and Judy the same way. Wednesdays, 7 to 9, you got to make sure you tune in. I love their show. I listen every week. And if you can go on their Facebook page, the Electric Crush, there's a link to vote for them for best DJs in Pittsburgh, which they are. Now, on their last episode, they also mentioned that we should come out there and do a show with I them. I would love to. And that we need to bring Tony Mann with us. Because yeah. Tony, they said, Tony knows everybody. And it's like, Tony does know everybody. So here we go. Eric Alberti in the Kiss Woo! Cave. Yeah! yeah! Tony Mann. Yes, Britton Mitchell from Kiss Cosplay. Which Britton actually sent me a note while and said that was a nice tribute to Frank and that the Bruce Kulick interview was cool. So thanks for that Amen. feedback. Amen. David Cathy, Javier Boaster. Tony Ann Barlotta, Craig Bauer, James West, Ricky Cook, Johnny Gibbs, John Phillips, Jeff Humphrey, who actually posted a screenshot of Montco Radio on the Radio Garden app. I listen via the Radio Garden app also. It's awesome. Jeff Trott, Rick Fox, Mikhail Burrell, Susan Miner, Jason Gallinger, Dottie Jones, Al Dent, Dean John, Lewis Wilson, Ronald Young Jr., Rolla Brown from Kiss Army, North Carolina. North Carolina! North Carolina! J. Paul Bauman, Felix Kukuru, Joe Lascon, Scott Zagaccini, Renee Teresa, Pasquale Vary from the Kiss Army Nation podcast. That's a great podcast. Now, look, we'll give a shout-out. They had you on there. We can go back and listen to the Kiss Army Nation podcast. Pasquale and Claudio had Anthony Porter as a guest. Great fun. I had a great time on the Kiss Army Nation podcast. You should look it up so I'm not the lowest rated celebrity <laughs> on that podcast. But it's a great interview. Uh, Sam Dotton, Jim Schlegenhoff, Schlegenhoff, Fred Velez, <laughs> Sylvain Prevost, Josie Mbelli, Brian Harris, Myra Chapman, Dennis Herring, Kiss Army Omaha. Omaha! Omaha! And we go to page two, Robert Jackson, who runs the awesome God of Thunder Facebook page. Teddy Dugan, Chris Felix Gary, Reality Suite, which is a great band from New Jersey. New New Jersey! Jersey. Angelo Chiarello, Robert Bernard, and the legendary Kiss Black Books. John Dennehy, who shared the link into a ton of Kiss groups. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Brandis Willie, who we love. Andrew Kiss. 
Connie Plummer, Tony Smith, John Kick, Keith Karen, Gene Hunter, Dee Barlotta, Brent Milhouse, Charles Kovacs, Mike Moon, Ron Jones from Let It Rip, yeah. Alan Tate, Hannah Rogg, Scott Parker, Peter Arquette from Kiss Asylum. Kiss Asylum? Asylum. Joe Polo from the podca podcast Rock City. The Podfather, Ken Mills. Ken, Ken Mills! AJ Zone and my good buddy. Me, of course. Julia Porter, Madison Porter, and Amy Porter. Amy Porter! If you shared this and we missed you, I'm sorry about that. If I said your name wrong, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it says some posts may not appear here because of their privacy settings. And just real quick at the end, no thanks to the guy who said that just because we are in a group doesn't give you the right to tag anyone, WTF. It doesn't give you the right to tag us. You know what we do with trolls. <laughs> Goodbye! We, we, we raspberry ice tea them. You know, and it's, it's actually really funny because that's, you know, <laughs> that's a lot great. of the stuff we were talking about, you know, throughout this episode was the whole idea of social media and things like that and podcasting and everything like that. I, I think it is funny. Like, you know, a lot of people say, look, I never even see the link to your show because you know that stuff just gets buried like it but if you put up you know kid you suck boom there's a thousand comments right away and i'm not nearly cute enough to put myself well, in a bathing suit and get a hundred thousand likes i just want to say this is a really long <laughs> list of people who took a minute to share the kiss room and that's awesome and you're awesome and that's what it's all about that's what social media is for pushing your stuff out not fighting or crabbing Right. Say, I like this show. Maybe you'll like it, too. We can all rock together. It goes back to the theme of KISS bringing you together. This is a list of about 7,000 people who went, you know what? I like this. I can hit the share button. You know, and so yeah, you're all very appreciated. I appreciate it. Now, look, because you're all listening, and I know that you are, I'm going to give you the chance. We were talking earlier about going to see the Hot in the Shade tour. We're going to give away a Hot in the Shade poster. It's a giant Hot in the Shade poster, awesome. vintage from that area. So here's what you need to do if you're listening, okay? Go to thekissroom.com. Thekissroom.com. Some of you might even already be on there because there's a player button. You might already be listening. Click across on the win page, okay? And it's going to pop up, and there's an entry form, and it says you could win this poster. There's a picture of the poster. You'll see the entry box, and you got to put in your name, your address, your email, I don't have a mailing list. I'm not going to spam you. I don't even really save any of that stuff because it's really the email is just so I can confirm. Like, I'm going to tell you, hey, look, if you're the winner and, and we usually get a lot of, you know, a lot of entries, but it's not like you're, you know, going against like if you enter a contest on like Kiss Online, there's 20,000 people. I don't get that many entries. So it's like one of those things, but I'll email you, make sure that your information's right. But here's the key. You need the secret word okay and the reason why i have the secret word is so that people don't just randomly enter okay you got to go to thekissroom.com put in your info you have to put in the secret word okay and the reason is so that just some random jabroni who's butthurt that i use the everyone tag can't win because <laughs> he doesn't listen right he's not listening so that is the secret word in honor of the iron sheik who just passed away the secret mm. word is jabroni. Okay, jabroni. you have to put that jabroni. It's fun just to type the word jabroni. Okay, so right there, 
You could win a prize and you've just snickered a little bit to yourself because you used the word jabroni, okay? So look, everybody that's- Kiss room, number one. Everyone else. number one all on the podcast. No good. So what we're going to do as we kind of roll toward the end, we've had a lot of fun playing music. Um, Keith Roberts sent me a message. He says, hey, can you play your All That I Want? We're going to be talking about maybe underappreciated Kiss songs. This certainly qualifies. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. That's a good one. Okay, let me bring everybody's mic back up. We're too busy talking. We're talking about underrated Kiss songs, kind of songs that you don't think about. And obviously, a lot of it came from the fact that, you know, we're trying to think of things to talk about. Obviously, I always say the Kiss Room House Band plays those deep cuts. What are some of the other ones going right around? What are some other ones that you think of? Well, for me, I mean, one of my favorites is Kiss has done a few covers over the years, right? So one of them is Then She Kissed Me from Love Gun, because it's just got a great sound. And 
frankly, that's the first time I was exposed to that song, period. And then I went back and listened to the original, and I'm like, eh, Kiss's version is better. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, that's one of those things he definitely, as a kid, certainly I knew the Kiss version first. Oh, me too. You know, yeah. and then she kissed me. So, I mean, why, really, why don't we spin that? Right here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs> That is fun. Now, look, the conversation that we're having here about Kiss songs, we're throwing ah. around all kind of songs. But one thing I want to do a shout out, and obviously we're running up to the end of the show. We've had the best time ever. We're celebrating yeah. the Kiss Room. We're celebrating. Pride. We were talking about Frank. Yeah. You know, obviously hey. I want to talk about I'm that. And then one thing, and we gave you a chance if you if you just got the uh, the info about how you can win a poster. This had this program today has had everything. The one thing I really want to send a shout out to everybody that's listening is I want you to get involved in the Kiss Room Demos Project. Yeah. Okay. Now look, Kiss Room Demos Project. This would be the seventh one. Okay. So all of seventh. you that are out there that are like super musicians, you're writing songs, all that kind of stuff. The, the concept is easy. What if you were going to write a song that was going to be a demo that you were going to submit to KISS? 
Or it could be Ace. You could write one for Peter. You could, you know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, this would be for Vinny. It could, look, you could do Vinny. Now, it's funny because that's a whole other topic is, you know, Vinny obviously is in the news. Well, he had Robert Fleischman was back. And man, I'd be super excited if Robert Fleischman was back. Then he's got another lead singer. And then that guy's out. And now if you want to be the singer, you send him your demo, blah, 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 which would be great fun because, look, here's the thing. People make fun of him. Okay, but Vinny is super talented, right? But here's the thing. I just want to hear new music. That's I want to hear what is he writing. It's 2023. Just put the stuff out. Put it up on a website. We all know where to find it. But it would be cool if there's somebody out there that can sing like, now look, obviously, I say Robert Fleischman. One of the best cool vocals of rock, right? Wouldn't you love to hear some new music from yeah. him? But if there's somebody yeah. out there that's listening. Mark Slaughter! If, if you're out there and you can hang with that, kind of voice send oh, your demo to Vinny who can do right that that's what there. I'm saying yeah, yeah. but here's what I want you to do is write your own song as if it was a demo that you were going to say Kiss could record this so there's a certain vibe right send it to me if you go to thekissroom.com and you're already on thekissroom.com because you're going to want to enter the contest but look at click on the demos page okay there's six albums full of songs that were submitted by your fellow KISS fans, stuff you're not going to find anywhere else. Let me tell you, that's the truth. You know that, okay? So that's one of those things. I mean, look, you've got people that are so talented from all over the planet that could be sending in songs. Somewhere, your tape is going to end up in a yard sale and somebody 20 years from now is going to find it and they're going <laughs> to listen to it and they're going to say, I know that song. And it's on Monco Radio where music and minds meet.
All right, look, I threw a swerve there. That was not a Kiss song, not an obscure Kiss song. What were we just listening to? Ah, that was, I don't want to hear <laughs> wait, about wait, your boyfriend. Sorry, I, gotta oh. hit, I didn't hit your mic. I'm that so was bad. I Don't Want to Hear About Your Boyfriend by the Mighty Chainsaw James. Now, yeah! look, here's the thing. Tell us, that's your band from a couple years ago, right? Oh. 1992, and, 1993. Wow, 30, 31 years ago. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. Now, here's how it all ties together. Number one. If you send me your song, I'll put it on the Kiss Room Demos Project. It goes out there. People can hear it. You get to be world famous. Look, we just had the world premiere of Blitz, Breakneck, trying to get that into the ears of the masses from here in Bluebell, PA. That's number one. Number two, you know, look, you could have a cool song like that. The girl at the Wawa is going to look at you a little bit longer when she says, you were on the kiss room with your I song. heard you on, I the heard the you on the radio. Yeah. Let, oh, let's get a selfie here. And number three, this ties back to the absolute start of the show. Could I feature you on my podcast? <laughs> Let me tell you. All <laughs> <laughs> right, you can go to a podcast. <laughs> so, but here's the this is it's funny how it all ties together. Now, I want to give a shout out to Noel, who gave me, he was Frank's husband. He gave me a boatload of boxes full of Frank's stuff when he had passed away. I opened the one box, it is filled with cassettes filled on the top in the middle is that pink chainsaw jane tate that's clearly he's had since the early 90s when that came out still in the collection music can live forever yeah and i'm, I'm really happy with it i love yeah. that song you know yeah, here's the thing song. right we talk about could you write a song for kiss that song is held up 30 years. I love that song. And that's that's a great song. I don't want to hear about your boyfriend. The greatest line, just got back from a tour of Japan and Australia. That's what he said Australia. in all the letters, the letters he, he, he mailed, mailed you. you. And now if we did that song in the kids' room, we just got back from a tour of Japan and Australia. Australia? Australia! We'd be bellowing. It'd be great. So, look, I knew you were coming, so I put that in the playlist just to throw a little swerve. Which but. only is pertinent also to our conversation. So, every now and again, it comes up in people's conversations. Hey, I remember your band from 30 years ago, blah, 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 blah. So, of course, I will search it on YouTube and things. And there is a version of that song and Love is a Four-Letter Word that got posted in the last like two weeks right the fact that that stuff exists in the earth is mind-boggling to me i love that like the, the picture of the cassette tape right. there wasn't that many of them but it floats around that's a long time ago but i'm glad the songs hold up i'm pretty happy with that but it's just <laughs> i the love way, that the song. way the internet works and and things like that it's cool if someone's driving around listening to chainsaw jane i'm doing all right yeah it's cool i love that and, and, I, and I think too. that's really what it's about so it, so to tie it all back around Go to thekissroom.com, click on the demos page. I want you to start working on that. Write your song, send it in. We will crank it up. I would love if I could get maybe six or seven songs by December. It gives you a summer project. It gives you something to do. But then we play it when we have our Christmas party here in December. We're going to wrap up the year. Kiss will be having wrapped up in New York probably about the week prior to us being here live in december with the kiss room but i just think that would be fun so look if you're listening if you're somebody who's a musically talented person you know it would be great if you could do that i'm gonna play one more song and we're one gonna wrap song. things up and, and bobby says one of my favorite yes. kind of least appreciated songs also one of my favorite songs love her all i can yes. right here in the kiss room on Monco radio music and minds yeah. me yeah. 
Now that yeah. is one of my favorite Kiss songs of all time. Absolutely. So underappreciated. I don't know. I wish they would pull ah, that all the time. See? Now look, Good John, John French, like. I see you're listening because you put a comment that you wish you could sing like Robert Fleischman. Look, Hard Rock and Johnny, you got to make sure you tune into Midnight Madness tomorrow, 12 o'clock. When the clock strikes 12, the madness begins. You're going to want to listen because I played a couple songs for you. You'll know them right away. Look, we're out of time. I had the best time ever. We're, we're kicking off the first issue of the 12th season of The Kiss Room. We'll go right around. Last thoughts? Oh, you know, just getting ready to rock and roll, do a couple things, good concerts coming up. I got Frampton. I got uh, The Nuge on his last yeah, tour. Wow. Adios. Nice. MFers. And then uh, Boy George, everything. And then I'm out with Aerosmith at the end of the summer. So uh, Bobby's easy to spot. Look for the big, big camera. Big thing right though. June 15th, next week, two big shout-outs. Happy birthday, Tony. Love you. Happy birthday, yeah, Mr. Happy birthday, Mark Weiss Guy Weiss. Woo! 64. Happy All right. Happy birthday, yeah. two great guys. All right. That's fantastic. Anthony Porter. Just want to say congratulations. That's 11 seasons of The Kiss Room in the books. On to the Big 12. Yeah! Congratulations. Woo! I know how much you love this, and I know how much everyone loves listening. I'm really proud of you for that. I think it's, it's excitement. The excitement. It's excitement in a bottle. And that's a big deal. Congratulations. Rub I'm glad I could come over to um, celebrate that with you today. <laughs> and happy summer to everyone. And that's about it. You can follow me, Three Chord Money Anthony, on Instagram, Three Chord Money on Facebook. That's all I got. I could plug, 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 but I won't. Congratulations on another season of The Kiss Room. You and if you're listening, you're awesome. Bobby on Grinder. It's Pride. <laughs> Michael. All right, so uh, no, I'm just happy to be here. I mean, yeah, congrats on 12 years. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. to even be a part of a little bit of it. And uh, yeah, but next time we meet up, I've seen Dionne Warwick. So uh, a, little wow. different, a little different than Boy George and uh, Aerosmith, but Not you know, much. good time. Um, and then I just wrapped up my semester at Drexel, but yeah, by the time we get back together, I've started the next semester. Yeah. So there you go. Looking Fantastic. forward to more years of the Kiss Room. So look, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has supported me over the years, who's listened, who's tuned in all the time, who's had the best time ever. That's what it's all about. Hug you everybody have tight. Been one hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? Love you all, people. Have a great time. Yeah. I tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. Any last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you, give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird. 12.
12 o'clock on a Saturday night means that it's time for some Midnight Madness. Tune into Montco Radio when the clock strikes 12 and turn it up. If you are looking for rocking vocals, guitar wizards, big hair, flashy looks, catchy hooks, killer riffs, shaking hips, you will love Midnight Madness. Be here every Saturday night when the clock strikes 12 for some Midnight Madness on Montco Radio, where music and minds meet.